done some more uh, campaigning in New York. Huh. Isn't that crazy to say? But literally, that's that's how fucking crazy this is. Uh, uh, and not a lot of people are talking about it in the mainstream media. So I just kind of wanted to bring this to light. How if Democrats win like four or five seats in this new map that, you know, the map before the courts changed it, they probably would have easily. But in this new map, if they had just been a little bit more competitive, we're talking at 0.8 points, not even a full point, one or two points that they lost these elections by. You know, who's to blame? There's a lot of compelling cases. Uh, and you can argue, you know, both sides. Uh, a Republican candidate like Brandon Williams, with he stuck to his guns. Uh, there's an old, you know, the Reagan saying of, you know, a lot of people didn't agree with Ronald Reagan uh, with his policies, but they knew that he was a strong leader, that he, you know, trusted his gut. And a lot of people like that, no matter, you know, what his policy was on the economy, uh, what it was on abortion, you know, uh, stuff like that. So there's there's a case to be made on both sides, how these elections were won. And uh, we'll see again in 2024, you know, what was right. And this is kind of the fun of it is, you know, talking to other people, getting their perspective, you know, and just moving on from it. And uh <laughs> It's really interesting. Um, last thing I wanted to touch on was Cuomo scandals, uh, question mark. Maybe that might uh, play into some of these house races, uh, might play into the Hochul, uh, why she lost by so many more points than Andrew Cuomo did. Uh, kind of the COVID lockdowns. Uh, I know those are still fresh on some parents' minds. Maybe in New York, uh, some of these, you know, the critical race theory, uh, stuff like that, parental rights and education. Uh, we're going to see the learning effects to come uh, from, you know, kids in mass. Um, even though I think, you know, mass were ultimately good. Uh, we saved thousands of lives in New York. Uh, the learning effects are to come. And it's easy to blame the party in power, you know, for these learning disadvantages that kids are going to face. And even though we saved thousands of lives, that's not on people's minds. What's more tangible is seeing their third grade kid, you know, test below national averages, uh, lose reading comprehension. Uh, so that's that's ultimately the nature of how politics works. And no matter, you know, how many data statistics you can look at, the emotions are just going to be strong. And maybe there is data supporting, you know, that learning loss was just so crazy. Uh, I know in upstate New York, um, my school got rid of masks. Oh, uh, uh, indoors, like, well, they didn't get rid of masks. Uh, my college, you know, didn't, my college didn't get rid of masks till March, April of, of this year in spring. So, uh, I know that's really different from a lot of other states. Um, but at least in New York, you know, we were, we were back to school, uh, fall fall 2021 with mass and it worked for the most part especially in an upstate new york so uh i don't know uh we'll have to see or we were not fall 2021 fall 2020 with the mass and it worked and people test and it was an honor system and it just you know it worked and we got to stay in school we got to see our friends and it you know ultimately that worked uh 
I was kind of on the fence about it back then, but now looking back at it, you know, that was, that was the right move. So, um, I also wanted to talk about now that, uh, Kathy Hochul has won and the state legislature and the state, uh, Senate has stayed the same. Uh, what is the role of Albany in the future? Um, so I know the Excelsior scholarship is great. Um, is there still a way we can go farther than that? Uh, free tuition totally, uh, increase funding to Pell Grants, which Kathy Hochul did. Uh, she did increase SUNY funding by $5 million, uh, in this past budget. Uh, she was pretty good on that. Uh, I still would like to see more, obviously. But if you're someone... If you're someone that's more progressive in the Democratic Assembly, I know uh, crypto mining, uh, she never signed the bill to ban crypto mining, uh, the right to work uh, crypto mining. Uh, she wanted to keep right to work, but unsupervised crypto mining that's, you know, contributing to climate change, she never signed it. Uh, so it's unregulated. The economic benefits are pretty good from it, though, but the impacts to the climate are just not good especially if you're someone in the in that progressive lane. Uh, what's a good cause to eviction? Uh, Kathy Hochul hasn't said she'll support it or not support it. Um, the state legislature's passed it. I don't I don't know if the Senate's gonna vote on it. Um, but Kathy Hochul, uh, she doesn't really have any big policy goals, you know. What's her policy agenda? I don't know. Does anyone know? What bills does she want to do? Does she want to progressively tax New Yorkers more? Or does she just want to kind of lay back and just, you know, let Joe Biden do his thing, see New York recover, and cruise to another re-election in 2026 uh, when the economy is on the upturn, when Ukraine is resolved? Uh, she just want to kind of hands off. Um, so I just kind of wanted to touch on that. You know, what's the role of Albany? Do we pursue, oh, uh, the climate bonds uh, got 65% approval, or 63% approval. Kathy Hochul wins by 53%. Uh, so climate bonds were more popular by 10 percentage points than Kathy Hochul. Uh, makes makes you wonder, uh, makes you really wonder uh, the, if people are protesting voting against Kathy Hochul, uh, if they're just leaving her blank because... Uh, I don't know if there's this bipartisan consensus. Does Kathy Hochul need to step up to the plate and do more for New York? Or should she just be a more hands-off governor? Uh, I I definitely would like to see more, especially when it comes to the SUNY system. Uh, I would like to see, this is something, and as someone who, you know, has done musical theater and acting, uh, seeing more funds uh, New York State Council on the Arts is already amazing. It could be even better. And especially if you have a lively art scene in a city like Cortland, you know, with a, with a SUNY college, uh, keeping, you know, more educated people in those areas, you know, more higher earners in those areas, then you can take off in the service industry more. You can take off in arts. You can also, you know... If we fund arts better, if we reduce the price for certain people, it, it can be a fun night on the town for working class people and contribute to the culture. And ultimately, we have to think more about economic development in New York. And I think Kathy Hochul has to make a decision on what economic development looks like in New York. Does it look like more arts? Does it look like more manufacturing? 
Does it look like better public schools, uh, more public school funding maybe from the state of New York off of a millionaire's tax, more government housing? Do we push for, you know, a state-funded, you know, healthcare system? Uh, hey, this is Alexander Timothy from the Understanding Politics podcast. We hope you like what you've heard. If you're interested in more content like this, be sure to check out our Instagram page at Understanding Politics Pod to keep up to date with what we're doing. You can also find our links to our Spotify, Apple Music, and of course, Patreon there. We appreciate any and all support. Thank you.